Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thalmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Allegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can. Um, so we started off the episode by talking to each other about what's going on and what we're going to do. Uh, we then proceeded to talk with our cleric friend about what's going on and what we should do. Um, <laughs> when we were on our way to go do what we were talking about, uh, we decided to stop and speak to some mechanical policemen, it seems like, and um, get basically no information from them um and then do a display of magic in front of them which gave us a pretty hairy encounter with some inquisitors that we thankfully diffused and walked away from with our lives and their lives intact um mole diffused the rest of us were just barely not getting in more trouble well what what sucks <laughs> is like with inquisitors they don't want you to talk so you know it's kind of rough for you to defuse the situation i think you guys could have only made it worse uh-huh uh, all right you guys are all in the glass district you're standing in front of the um library of our cons um people are milling about inquisitor tullius scepter is moving along uh, finding other people to uh, keep uh, give them give them the dirty eye so they stay in line and stay in place. Um, you got a few of the Warforged walking about as well. What are you guys doing? So first thing in our minds, I'll say I I cannot believe I am the one to say this, but we should not react to anything. We are here as a pre in a pretense, and that pretense is that we are under mole. So if we are together, Mole does the talking. I know you love to talk, I, but... I can't make any promise. No, I will I try not to do things, but I act on impulse sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you are preaching to the choir, but... <laughs> <laughs> Until we know more, we cannot... I, we should not do anything. I think we are, we are building information for now. Um... What? Once we have the information, we can act. What, what if but, we had an Inquisitor walking around with us? Um, On our side? That may be... may work. Or, um, I was going to say, with your specific set of skills, um, potentially impersonating someone of the sect of St. Crowley may be your, uh, your shtick. The, the only problem there is I don't know much on them. So if anyone questions me on any Crowley things. Do you know much about magic? I, it, apart from it being natural and easy to use. Hmm. 
really. Not not the not the churchy magic. Hmm. Well, then be careful. Um, in inquisitors don't use magic, right? They're usually the hitty type. Oh, they're very much more the hitty type, but okay. No, they uh, they they have some divine power too. Got it. Okay. They use whatever means necessary, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so they're 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 like basically paladins. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, poses as inquisitor and use eldritch blast as I'm using God's words against them. Mm. <laughs> I would just be careful, even myself. Um, I am hesitant to use much displays of divinity here. I will attempt to. <sighs> Those um, warlords just... are seriously messed up. What if we steal one and repair it? Rosie just looks at Mole like, can we? <laughs> as long as nobody finds out, I do not care. All right. We order it to follow us, and then we put it inside the mansion. Does that sound that like it's something within hours. my power, Alex? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do not believe that is within my capabilities. While I am a big fish in the Church of St. Eligius, I am... A middling fish at best here. Turn one into a squirrel like we did the dragon. That'd be easier to steal. Mm. Yes. But we can't do magic on the street. <coughs> so, we'll have to think about this. You you just this need to be more subtle with what you are doing. Um, remember, there are many ways to manifest things. Um, some need a lot of intervention. Some need very little. Take that into consideration when you do stuff. Right. And she winks. <laughs> so just for clarity, our um like divine spell casting, does it not look exactly like our spell casting? The arcane? The So um the ritual involved would no. be different, huh? No, like, yeah. Yeah, the ritual is going to be different. It's, yeah. One would be more prayer-like. One's going to be as much as you can consider it scientific. Think of it like one is about doing formulas that create, you know, you're, 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 I guess one way of saying it is, is you're like saying mathematical formulas out loud and by the act of saying it with your components you have and the little hand gestures, that makes magic versus dear God, send me a spirit guardian okay okay um the material components so, so, are probably exactly the same just the other stuff around it right like the hand gestures or the the, the song and dance is the different thing right okay well i, I mean I, I was just trying to get at why the warforge would be okay with um a clerical casting versus it, it a probably just alerts arcane, to any so. use of magic by the sounds of it yeah if you're sanctioned, you don't get in trouble for it if you're not meant to be doing it. Right. Yeah, you, it's not... Uh, they didn't arrest you immediately or tried to murder you in the streets. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What All you right. guys doing? Going to the library? Walking into the library. <laughs> All right. You make your way up the steps of the library. There are large ionic... Col um, yeah, ionic colander... 
<laughs> Hollanders. They're Collins, straining the you. meat on top of yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting rained on with grease and water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yes. Columns. Thank you. They're on a columns. Um, on either side, you've got a large um, uh, marble steps that you are walking up that seem to shine in the sunlight. The marble design or the marble uh, continues into the actual library itself, which is huge. You walk into a large room. The ceilings are cathedral-esque in how high, high they are. Um, you see on either side of you there are um, stairways that go up and around the entire room, the circumference of the room, and lead to a second floor where you can actually see like a library that's open. And if you walk further straight ahead, you actually are walking under that second floor and you can see display items that are more like a museum um, above and beyond that. This is extremely well taken care of. Everybody who has any familiarity with the church at all, so pretty much everybody but um, but uh, old Osborne Cal, will know that the church uh, or the uh, sect of St. Archon, the Order of St. Archon, doesn't have a temple officially because they don't really believe in like being cloistered off anywhere they're they're out there going their their whole point is to gain as much knowledge as they can about the world and collect it and use that to get closer to theos so this is as close to their central hub as you're going to get um so there is a lot of reverence for this area cool um okay mole the Church of Archon. Are they are they more on the outer side or the crux side? Um my impression of the Church of Saint Archon is that they are rather open minded. They want to take in as much as possible, but tend not to form solid opinions on what they take in. Uh all knowledge is knowledge to them. Does that sound correct, Alex? For the most That's part, exactly right. They they don't yep. they don't yep, deem is... what knowledge is more true than others. They just want the knowledge. Yeah, knowledge itself, the acquisition of knowledge, is the greatest good. That is good. So what we find here will not be edited or censored. Yes, presumably, unless it was already edited or censored to begin with. Um, when they found it, I. Of course. Yes. Um, but they... I would say they are one of our most likely allies in this. Alex, there's a locked-off area, like an area that knowledge the general public isn't allowed access to? Not that you can see. Okay. Do, do they generally um, um, just... My impression would be that they're the kind of people that they want to give out knowledge as much as they want to take it, right? Like, yep. They, yep. they they wouldn't necessarily keep anything that they keep that uh, they gather secret. A lot, right? And that's why they have major a, a, like a lot of major libraries like this sort of place would have like sealed off areas. It's not all knowledge should just be given out freely. You'd have to earn it, sort of things. It's dangerous just for anyone to know. Oh, that's okay. So yeah. Um, and so there, there probably is a section like that, just not one that you're going to be able to see from here. Because there would be, okay. you know, dangerous knowledge and things like that. Like they're, they're not going to give out the equivalent of nuclear secrets just to anybody, so they can build a bomb in their shed. You know. Yeah, that's the stuff. That's the, that's the stuff I want. Okay. 
Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you know making a magical bomb necessarily. You know they don't just pass out a scroll of fireball to everybody who enters the door. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcoming gift is a fireball. It's a fireball. It's a fireball. <laughs> oh, just just wait, just wait two more levels for when I get my full fire immunity and resistance to all damage, and then we'll be okay. Note to self: kill mole before the next. Two <laughs> uh, impervious to fireballs in two levels. It'll be great. But so, what do you guys? What doing? if? We could make a, a glitter ball instead and make it all sparkly and pretty instead of, you know, burning things down. I think Garrett has some of that. So do I. <laughs> I'll just be saying this out loud as we're yeah. walking in. <laughs> um, I want to look around for where the hidden knowledge is. <laughs> I want to look for the area they don't want people going to. Okay, go ahead and, um, I mean, to do that, you just need to break off from the group. Um, because yeah. you're not going to be able to see it by yourself, or I guess, or, what are you guys doing? Like, that's the, I need to know. Like, are you going to just walk through the whole area yourself? Are you looking for somebody to talk to, like a librarian of sorts? What, what is, what is it um, exactly are you doing? In, inspired by Ben's questions, because I know that like some of the other people wanted to go to the library here. I definitely now have have a task here at the library. I think that this sect of the church is probably one of the most closely aligned to us, or easiest to sway i would i would be wanting to work that angle as in trying to maybe speak to somebody somewhat important to start to gauge their sect's opinion coming up to the conclave so i can potentially have them on my side when that proceeds okay um all right so you know that uh archbishop tyrone delver would be here um if you wanted to speak with him uh, yeah Rosie's Gonna want to look for some Warforged books, history of making of whatever she can find. Okay, Rosie's gonna get some Warforged book. Um, what are you wanting to do, Mister Garen? I want to see if they have city planning. Um, yeah, that's that's really it. I want to I want to see this building. I'm gonna, of course, just not make it look like I'm looking just at that one, but that would be my if Did they me? have something. Give me investigation rolls for both uh, Rosie and Garen. And while they're doing that, um, we'll say uh, Cal, as Osborne is doing his little sneaky sneak. We're not really sneaky sneaky, just walking around. You do find a couple of... Um, it, it's a, a set of double doors toward the back of the museum on the first floor. Now, they are engraved excuse me they're wooden they are engraved uh, with some um what you would call arcane symbols um do you have are you trained in arcana at all i'm not trained in arcana no. okay give, just give me an arcana roll real quick dc uh, 10 13 because i have a plus two okay so thing. so you you don't know all the languages here but you know that there are some specific magical wards on this and there's definitely a uh, trigger on this that if you were to open it without the right code or the right password that you would be um banished to a different you know you see the banishment spell on there it can actually banish you to a different realm so you know that that is definitely a possibility without the you know open sesame is there a keyhole i can see through there, 
you know what? I, I was going to say no, but let's just have some fun. I don't know. Let's, uh, all right, you got a, a, a 25% chance that there is, um, high or low? Um, no. Okay, rolling 1d100. I got a 26. <laughs> Sorry, there is no keyhole. <laughs> Touching the door. Can I get, a, like, a rough idea? Is it just, like, a normal thick door or is it an extra thick door? Just, like, uh, to feel thick. Um, it's a dummy so thick don't door. Don't take it out of context. For sure. It's a what? A dummy thick door. It's a dummy thick door? <laughs> With four C's. It's, um... It is, it is a rather... It, from your... What you know of doors, um, you imagine <laughs> it might be a little thicker, but you can't really tell. You don't have, like wood cr cut crafting like a dwarf would have stone crafting or, or whatever so is there, is there anyone around me at all can i see anyone around me that would see me casting any form of spell it's only vocal and it is instant if it's only vocal and instant no give me a stealth roll though you're gonna have to give me a stealth roll first god damn it cal <laughs> 29 fuck that is a critical <laughs> for everyone at home and 29 doesn't matter anyway um wow holy shit okay I, I dimension door 10 feet the other side of the door oh my god okay i haven't got a small transport spell that's like the lowest form of transport <laughs> i have level four spell that's great all right give me a second i want the nukes ben i want the magical nukes that's not a concerning statement at all. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. If I have them, I know someone dangerous doesn't have them. Th there can't be a church or they if do. there's no leaders of the church. Exactly. <laughs> if they can't, they can't control is... magic if there's no, there's no one left to try to control the magic. All right, go ahead and uh, give me a um, charisma saving throw. Ooh. Charisma. Interesting. Uh, let me just double check something. Uh, is it a spell or a magical effect? Yes. It is and a I spell. Have advantage. Okay. 23 and a 19. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Alright. Um. <laughs> oh, you guys are so high level. Okay. Um. So you feel yourself as you as you teleport. Uh, there's another magical force that comes in, and you feel yourself starting to be pulled away for a moment, as though your soul was going to be transported to a different realm, um, maybe back home. It felt like, and then you were able to fight through at the last moment, and you find yourself in a rather small room. It's musty. Uh, it's filled with old tomes that are collected together um there's a lot of dust in here and it seems almost innocuous there is a small statue that you see of a uh, woman she looks rather angelic and she's holding up what looks to be a globe of some kind um and that's really all you see does it look like a magical light um it, it could be. I mean, any item's magical if, if the wizard wants it to be. Um, would Arcana help me at all? Um, I Arcana have, like, could... detecting magic stuff. You don't have any detecting magic stuff? Okay, yeah, go go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Uh, 28, or a natural 20. 
Dear God. <laughs> All right. You're yeah. rolling great today. You are rolling fantastic. <laughs> Um, you know that this, uh, the item, uh, that, that statue there is probably very magical. Um, you see it as some sort of representation of maybe some ancient long lost deity or something of, of that nature, but it's obviously held with reverence and the way the, uh, as you look at the, um, stand that it's on you notice there are a bunch of little magical wards written around it as though it is a magic circle protecting the outside uh, everything that's not the statue from the statue itself it's like holding in magic get <laughs> <laughs> a backup what, character <laughs> <laughs> uh, what books are in the room alex can i spend some time going through the books just to see if there's anything that talks about the statue or what magic I can find out about that. Yeah, there's a... Um, you, yeah, go ahead. And you're just looking for, you're just looking for what exactly? Give me, give me an idea of what you're looking for. If he's, not, I can just give you some basic lore. He's not looking for anything in particular. It's just like any magical knowledge, anything. You know, they're trying to... Not wanting people to know about that sort of stuff. Okay. Go ahead and give me... Um, I'm trying to think how best to do like a... Go ahead and give me an investigation roll, and this will yep. be to determine how well you handle these books and whether or not you know you find anything of interest or of not you know not goodness here. So, go ahead and give me a roll. We're gonna say DC fifteen. Anything below that, you're gonna have a random chance for a negative magical effect. See if I self-inspire. <laughs> Choose one creature other than yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the special one of one of the types of bard that you can inspire yourself. Do you have guidance? Uh, just have a look. I don't think I have guidance. This spell at all. No, I don't have guidance at all. That no, doesn't look like I have. Okay. Oh, let's see how it goes. Twenty-four. I'm not gonna have today. All right. Um, <laughs> My rolls have been on fire. So Jesus, I know you're all. Well, you had a plus nine on that, and you were worried. I got a DC fifteen. Like, <laughs> I was expecting myself to roll a three or like that one after that many good rolls. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. So you're you're able to look through everything. What I will, uh, as you go through this, you see there is um, there seems to be a theme of. Um, how do I say this? It, it's almost like, as you've read through this, it seems as though they were talking about some of these ancient scrolls. We're talking about almost different places, as though the, um, the geology seems to be incorrect. Like stones that are not supposed to to be here have never been seen before in the land of Crux started to appear not long after the. Um, after the the world was uh, the sinking of the world, after the flooding, the mountain range of the Pleiades and one that you read, you're not sure if it's lore or not, but it says that it seems to have been molded overnight and forced on the horizon. The statue that you have in there, um, as you pierce piece through all of this, you think it may be the one they just call the Great Goddess. Anything more on the Great Goddess, or 
she is the the goddess of order uh, is all you can get but there's not really much about that it, it's kind of vague and you're going through a couple thousand years of of history here um so it kind of changes over time sometimes she seems to be a goddess of harvest sometimes of order sometimes of but she's just kind of the goddess um sort of a pre-theos theos and that it's an all-encompassing god and i understand um, why this would be the restricted section considering the country mm-hmm. um and let's see the, the final thing is you open up what level are you uh level 15 and you're a what what's your what's your spell uh, ability? Uh, my ability sorry what is your spell level? Is caster ability? Spell casting? Oh, I can cast up to level 8. Okay. Um, you, as you go through this, um, you open up one book, and it's like the magic in the book jumps out at you, and you get one more 8th level slot. Wow. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, fully worth it. I'm stealing that statue as well, then. That's so damn worth it. <laughs> Wow. Damn. Well, you take that Alex. big of a risk and you keep like winning and I got to reward you for it. That's <laughs> This won't bite Alex in the ass later. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I can only teleport if people mind an extra time. <laughs> um I will tr- I will try and take the statue. Okay. For a penny and for a pound. <laughs> Alright, give me a second. So if, yep. <laughs> I expose a different book of a cursed item I've just grabbed. <laughs> you guys finally find a book, the alarm bells start going off. <laughs> right. Now you can just teleport Full away twice. The library disintegrates. You know, so you just disappear. I can just teleport back to the cell, can't I? Yeah. Just go How? straight back. Hold on. Um, I could just. Is that the? Is that a teleportation circle or is that? It's a location straight? I've been to and know. Oof. Okay. Yeah, he he knows exactly where that is. Yeah. And I I now know of a book yeah. that is here, so I could just use that to teleport back into here. Not only do you, steal yeah. Not only is it a physical location you've been to, but it has an object you know of specifically. Like it, it ticks all of the boxes. Do-do-do. All right. So you grab the statue. Um, yep. as you do, there is a uh, shrill scream that goes throughout the entire library. So you guys all who are out there doing your investigation going to go speak um to the archbishop you hear this scream it's clearly an alarm of some kind um i need you you all immediately hear in your heads which one of you did that (laughs) (laughs) um fine um what is 
many hit points do you have? Uh, 137. Okay. Go ahead and take 100 hit points of damage. Okay. Is it the, just the spell or something hitting me? or? It is a spell, so if you have some kind of... I, I have counter spell. I'll just cast at the 8th uh, level that I just got. Okay, go ahead and cast that. Um, If it's a prepared spell, I don't think you can counter spell. Oh, that's a good point. You're right. Okay. Sorry, Ryan. Because there's there's no trigger to counter spell. There has to be an actual thing that like you okay. can counter. Like you can't counter spell gonna... a subtle spell. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you can't counter spell a glyph either, can you? I I you can't. Yeah. Like. So. Go you ahead can. and no, you also can't. give me a. Okay. Go ahead and give me a uh, wisdom saving throw DC twenty. Um, I get advantage on it. My uh, wisdom save is plus one. <laughs> Double 18. Okay. Oh, no. You are frozen in spot. You've had hold person cast on you. Um, hold person doesn't work on me. I am not oh. humanoid. I am fey. Oh, I looked shit. that up specifically before because I was wondering <laughs> if it would work on me. <laughs> Mother. Okay. Nice. All right. All right. Well then, um, you know, like you got the screaming, you've taken the damage, and um, you can't be held as a person because you're not one. So. <laughs> before we continue, did I find anything on Warforged? Say, um, before we continue, do they want to do a little yeah, bit of everyone else? Before let's I go to everyone else like... real quick because I know Kim's got to go <laughs> here. So. Um, Kim, yeah, on, on Warforged. So, yeah, what you found is um, you kind of found the history of them. They seem to be their own people. They were made from specific metal okay. that came from the Pleiades Mountains around Pinewall. Um, okay. And you know that the um, uh, as you're going through this, you see some allusions as well to the fact that the speed rail that goes around the city is made from that same metal. There seems to be some magical okay. property to it in and of itself. Nobody's quite sure how it's formed. Um, and the Warforge um, themselves don't remember the first Warforged, if that makes sense. They kind of right. just started to appear. So nobody's sure where they're coming from. Um, and there are a bunch of theories that you're reading on the different ways to power them. And one of the things you've That's also noticed... That's what I'm looking you, for. Yeah. So there are a number of different ways to power them. The most common one is the use of souls of living people is the main theory. Um, and, you know, there's some writing of some people suspecting that there are groups out there that are, are kidnapping people and, and killing them to put their souls directly into the Warforged. But there's a lot of competing theories on this. Um, the other thing you've noticed as you go through this is that a lot of the in-depth information stops about 25 years ago or so when the war, um, when it, the crux actually took over Pinewall and okay. the actual in-depth information on it isn't as robust. You're finding a lot more things on how to work with Warforged and the reading of it is much more like dealing not with people or a new group of people that are magical and kind of came out of nowhere, but more mm -hmm. like equipment. And it becomes much more like maintenance focused. So there seems to be a dramatic shift in the way that they're talking about Warforged. Okay. 
And Pine Wall was where they all came from. And that's where we were coming through, right? The yeah. Pine Wall. Yeah, you guys, basically the way it goes is Thaomer, the Pleiades Mountains, then you gotta go through Pine Wall, Blackwick's in the middle, and then before you reach the other side of the island, the Great Isle, you use Crux. Okay, got it, got it, got it. From west to east. And then you hear a startling scream, unless you have some okay. something else specific you wanted to ask me about that you were looking for. Um, the how to maintain them i'm looking to see if there's anything on like if they're misbehaving because i'm assuming at this point that misbehaving for these guys is going to be like uh re re treating or uh going back to being actual sentient beings that aren't just in mm. controlled by whomever you kind of see as you go through it you, you keep seeing something referred to as the uh civilized cap that they put on them, um, that they attach to their the soul gems, and okay. that's one of the things you start seeing a lot more in that you know last twenty five years of, of knowledge is how to make sure the the uh, civilized uh, the civilized cap is working. Okay, and is that is there like illustrations and things of that, or is yes. it just words? There there are okay. diagrams in there, so. If you were to bust open the chest of a Warforged, you would know where the, the cap is. And uh, you've got a pretty good idea of how to remove it. Any check you do on that now will be on advantage, with advantage. Excellent. Also, with that, you know, I'm going to say I'm going to give you a big bonus here, too, for doing that. Um, sorry, the other two of you. I don't know if, what I can do. I'll think of something. But um, one of the things you can do with that, anytime you have a... Uh, anytime you're in me melee combat or even ranged combat with a Warforged, you now understand their anatomy in such a way that I will give you an automatic advantage on the attack. Wow. Cool. cool. That will be great if APU ever comes back to kill us. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you're still going to beat a very high AC. Yeah. And it's, it's just two attempts at a nat 20 for him. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, and, and just to be clear, it is, well, no, you can have Carl do it because Carl's your, your instrument. He's not a, a living creature. So never mind. It's all good. Carl also gets that advantage. Okay. Um, as far as the, and then you hear the scream of the alarm going off. Um, okay. what's your name? Garen, you're looking for documents on, yeah, the long, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I think it might just be Ben's characters, I can't remember. Um, so Garen, you are, are looking for, through the documents, uh, about the city planning. You, you it, it's very clear after looking through this for a little while, anything that has to do with the church structure, church buildings has been either redacted in some way like people have just ripped pages out um, of these books and they're not there or they have been scribbled over in some kind of markings so that you like you know kind of mundane redaction so there whether it is anything in the basilica itself or any of the other church structures there is no information for you to find on it it's an intentionally blank um I don't have a spell. Um, it, I, do libraries work here? 
anything like ours? Like, can we check books out, or is it like they stay here? They stay here. You're not, you're not, okay. not going to let you take them. There are reading rooms for you to, like, read there, but you cannot, which is what I'm assuming you guys are using, um, but you're not going yeah. to, they're not going to let you take, I mean, chances are somebody may have died in the journey to grab some books. They're not, they're not uh, just letting them out. Okay. Yeah. Um don't know i imagine they'd have wards and stuff on them so or at least at the door um don't worry there's a big so destruction I'll, coming <laughs> I'll, I'll just keep stock of the ones that like are redacted or missing pages like um just memorize which ones are there um just in case i can access them again just kind of in the hopes of the other two or even Mole, if he can make stuff. Like, I don't know, being able to do some sort of restoration to these things. I don't... I know my magic can't do it, but there's mine, so... Ooh, okay. okay. I see what you're saying. Maybe. M Mole, what are, you, what are you doing? We got... You know, I'm only kind of being quick here, because I know Kim's got to go. I, I, um, I was looking for the Archbishop. Okay. Um... Well, Kim, if you got to jump, because I imagine we're going to have a little bit of an act out here feel free to because i'm just going to end this with the alarm going off um okay but at the end of I, the archbishop okay yeah yeah so cool. cool all right we'll see you next week unless something else comes up um you know so, so cool okay all right thank see you it. see ya see ya peace all right Mo mole you um you make your way to the archbishop tyrone delver mm -hmm. um he is sitting in his office and it uh, he's he's a rather bookish man, um, at least at first he seems to be that way. He's hunched over, well, a large tome, reading it with an eyeglass, uh, like a magnifying glass, and um, he stands up and and as you enter, you see, though he's an older man now and an older um, he's an older elf actually. He, you could tell that this was somebody who has seen a lot and done a lot with his life, very physical, uh, just the way he carries himself. This is. Not a frail old man, but a, a man who's done a lot with his life and, and still carries that kind of confidence. Right, because they'd be innately what would be considered like adventurers from our perspective, right? Like they're explorers and they, they kind of go out there and do things. They don't just stay cloistered the whole time. Right, like Indiana Jones would be an ideal priest of Archon. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, what was his name again? Tyrone Delver. Tyrone Delver, okay. Um... Hello, Archbishop Delver. Oh, yes, hello. Welcome, Bishop. Um, I was I was coming to speak with you, actually, about our upcoming meeting. Oh, yes, the, the um, yes, the conclave. Oh, yes, it's, um, interesting times, one might say. Yes, yes, very interesting times. So are you here to lobby a position? I've already had uh, representatives for St. Miriam come to me as well, trying to make sure we restrict the magic as much as possible. I see. Um, not so much to lobby a position, but maybe get more information. Um, I more wanted to hear what the others had to think before I formed a full-fledged opinion. I think one needs 
all the information they can before they decide anything. Well, what is it that um, you're asking of me then, Bishop? Um, honestly, honesty. Um, I would like to know your opinion on what we should do. My opinion is that, um, much like this library, it, magic is something powerful and something important and something to be protected, but it's something that still, still on most levels should be open to the people. I see. Then it appears, um, that you and I are in somewhat of an agreement. Um... I think both of us have spent much time out with others, and these things cannot be innately controlled completely. I think the church should have a more more managed opinion on this than complete control, as this knowledge should be free. Oh yes, I, I completely agree. We must learn to trust people with their magical abilities, and only then can they grow. Exactly. Um, uh, Would I I be able to find this? Go ahead. Would I be able to incite him as he's talking about this, just to to see if I can gauge his truthfulness? Like you know, just to make sure he's not just completely pulling the wool over my eyes. Uh, Yep. Cool. Um. 12. That was a horrendous roll. He seems to be very genuine. Got it. Okay. Um, continue. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I find that um, through most of my life, I found that if we just trust people, the right decision will be made. There may be a few hiccups along the way, but, um, you know, as long as we can keep the very dangerous stuff out of the hands of the public, I see no problem with most people having access to magic Hmm. and with that there's a huge (laughs) squeal as the alarm goes off letting everyone know that something's been violated and with that we'll call the episode Thank you all for listening to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 3, Foundations, Magical Nukes. We wanted to say thanks to everyone for their support. Really hope you're enjoying the show, and I hope you're ready for the next few episodes as we get into a more firm storyline. Don't forget to join us on Twitter at Beholder's iPod. You can follow Kim, who plays Rosie, at Mets Girl. Ryan, who plays Cal, at Duff Duff the Third. Sam, who plays Mole, at Samslot 007. And Ben, who plays Garen, at Miro 4D2. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Alexander Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Minstrel Guild, Thinking Music, Floating Cities, canon indeed for two renaissance hearts curse of the scarab and our story begins all by kevin mcleod in competech.com license under creative commons attributions 4.0 licenses creativecommons.com slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0